This is Hot Take with Jan Vermeulen. For now, we've got Jan Vermeulen, the editor at My Broadband. Jan, a very good afternoon to you, and thank you for joining us, and everything of the best for 2023. And you too. Happy New Year. It's a pleasure to be here. Indeed, Jan. So uh, very interesting things happening on My Broadband uh, today. So I'm really going to hand it over to you as we unpack all things My Broadband and the latest interesting articles which I've been, <laughs> which we've been looking at uh, earlier on. So let's start with South Africa-based hackers steal resources worth millions from Microsoft and Salesforce. Over to you. I'm handing it over to you. What is happening here? <laughs> Yeah, sure. So um, the the headline couldn't really capture the full extent of the story because it also involves cryptocurrency. What right. what these guys were doing um, what was essentially taking uh, stealing, uh, for lack of a better term, cloud computing resources to mine cryptocurrency. They call um, they've been called uh, automated Libra. Uh, by, uh, uh, it, I don't know if they called themselves Automated Libra or if, or if it was the uh, security researchers who dubbed them that. Um, but yeah, the security researchers did a deep dive into Automated Libra and uh, they, they've been running this campaign they've called Purple Urchin that uh, initially it looked like what they were doing was signing up for free limited tr- trials. So uh, people might not know, but there's plenty of cloud services around the world where you can sign up for like a limited free trial of some kind. Either it's time limited, you know, they give you 30 days free or they give you some kind of limited amount that you can use before they bill you. And right. it, uh, initially it looked like these automated Libra guys were doing that. They were signing up for tons and tons of free accounts, using them to mine crypto and then uh, cashing out. And it turns out that no, no, uh, on top of this, they were also committing credit card fraud. They were essentially putting fake credit card information or stolen credit card information into these cloud services, uh, billing information, you know, signing up for these accounts. Right. Um, thousands and thousands of accounts, by the way. I'll, I'll get to that. Putting in fake credit card information, racking up bills. So not huge bills, you know, like 100, say like, you know, the one bill they found was $190. The biggest bill they found was $190, but they said, it, you know, there could have very well been been ones that were much higher, and then they obviously never pay. They, they call this they, the, the the security researchers call this play and run. It's a uh, I guess a play on the on the phrases dine and dash or hit and run, and uh, and so yeah, they would just rack up these bills and then not pay. But now here's the 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 pièce de résistance, as as the French might say, right. is that they, they were they created. 22,000 accounts at GitHub that's owned by Microsoft and they created over 100,000 Heroku accounts and that's a service that's owned by Salesforce but it runs on the back of Amazon Web Services and they were able to do this in an automated way because they did this in just a span of a few months this didn't take them years and years to create these thousands and thousands of accounts they automated it and they were able to solve captures using simple open source image processing tools. And uh, it's actually quite, it's like, if it, if it weren't illegal, it would be impressive, uh, the, the technical sophistication of this attack. It's, it's actually, uh, it's, it's honestly on, on a level, it's impressive what they've been able to pull off. But yeah, unfortunate that, that they had to, uh, resort to criminal activity to show off their, their technical chops. Um, so yeah, that's what's happened. And, uh, wow. this group was, 
not not uh, completely uh, that that technically sophisticated that they were able to completely cover their tracks because the the security researchers ultimately tracked them down to South Africa, um, <laughs> and so they know they know where they are. Right. And so the other the other thing I've done is um, the security researchers said that they cashed out through several crypto exchanges. One of them is Luno right here in South Africa. So I contacted Luno and said, hey, listen, has anyone asked you about these guys? And they said, nope, you know, no law enforcement has contacted them about these guys. But if they do, they might be able to um, to to unmask them because Luno has um, what they call KYC, know your customer processes. Right. In South Africa, we just call that FICA. Um, yes. And so they, they figured all these, they've probably figured these accounts. Mm-hmm. And if law enforcement comes to them with, with a subpoena, with a proper subpoena, they, they could be unmasked, but no one's asked them. And so, uh, right. these guys are, are currently flying below the radar. <laughs> Mind boggling, flying below the radar, flying above it. Riyan, it's incredible what these minds can get up to. I just listening to what you're saying. Well, I just need to, well, I wish I, I'll just listen to your podcast, your report now and, um, I'll make sense of it at a later time. Let's leave that for now. Let's get down to earth now. I think let's, let's uh, get back to layman's terms and touch on to the next subject that we saw on broadband uh, earlier on and speed traps and fines, which are back online in Johannesburg and Pretoria. Tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah. so, so folks who, um, who've been following this story might know that um, no speed traps are operational in Joburg and Pretoria um, since uh, at least last year because of a tender that fell through with a company called Sintel. Now, I've, I've actually sat down and chatted to, to the guys from Sintel. They're a good bunch of oaks, um, as best I can tell. Um, and uh, I think it's illustrated in the fact that uh, you know there was uh, th- there was just some kind of a hiccup in in the tender process from the the municipality side because they were able to they they went back they fixed whatever you know was wrong with the tender and then they awarded it to Sintel anyway so uh, so Sintel is is back in business unfortunate for the unfortunately for the rest of us. Um, uh, because <laughs> right. it now means that uh, these speed traps are once again operating uh, legally, and um, and it means that folks can can get speeding fines and that they will hold up in court. Uh, and so some folks have already, uh, uh, you know, been nailed by this because they've been operational since New Year. So since uh, okay. the first of January, Joburg speed cameras became operational again. So I guess it's time for folks to start slowing down again uh, because sure. you can get uh, you can get hit with um, these automated speeding fines again I, uh, I, legally. Yeah. I just wish, Jan, that, uh, you know, it's not just a, I'm not saying speed is, uh, not an important factor to consider with driving, but it, you know, if they could just be resilient and, uh, enforce, you know, other traffic laws, like, uh, you know, you turning at traffic lights on the phones, you know, when you're driving and going through red traffic lights, but I guess that's for another discussion. Jan, we have <laughs> Indeed, <run out> of, <laughs> you know, a poor yeah. tread on tires and even yes. jaywalking. How many pedestrian deaths could we avoid? Right, right. If, Jan. um, if, if you take pedestrians, uh, and, and, and tell sure. them not to jaywalk. But but anyway, that's for another discussion. I think we'll call you back another time. Maybe we can just have a broader discussion on that. Jan Vermeulen, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband.